0: Hey, good morning, good afternoon. I don't know where or when you're listening to this, but before we start the episode, I just want to say that I got really excited about doing a Spooko after two weeks off and also after a really long week. So I got really shouty this episode. So apologies, my audio is a little bit distorted. Hopefully that doesn't affect anyone's experience because it's a really fun episode. Also, you know how sometimes Spooko episodes have a post credit sequence? This is one of those episodes. Reshes, what's up? This podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers.
1: My name's Peach. And for the past couple of years, I've been helping my friend Shag overcome his childhood aversions to everyday foods in the podcast Fussy Eater. Now it's his turn to help me conquer my phobia of scary movies over one spooky night in the FBI studios, one Wikipedia synopsis at a time. This is (laughs) Spooko. Welcome to my MySpace page. Welcome to my motherfucking MySpace page. Mac and Jamal, scratch at me, bastard. I'm cracking your claws. Practical flaws found. Plus, I got a little demon in the blackest of ball gowns. Damn, though, rappers got ass-licking jaws now. I probably chew them up when I spew the venom at them. It's awful lust for us to give a brutal rhythm pattern. But motherfuckers acting like stars, trying to count record sales when these. Can't count bars? Please. Your credibility's in question. So I'm gonna give you arrogant professionals a lesson like one, two, three, four, two, two, three. That's how you really do it. I'm getting all you open now you hear the mutant cause I'm hard to handle like I'm out of power steering fluid. I really wanna tell guys with this song, My Space Girls Don't Wanna Get Hit On. I got spiders in my basement crawling on the mattress, looking at me sideways, chomping on my carcass. But I gotta stomp them all to death because they're only rappers my credibility is questioned as a phony cracker fine color me blue face with cerebrum i autographed the mic with my moonraker machine gun Ugh. welcome to our myspace page right was this song by this rapper who sort of got forgotten um and i've never like figured out whether like, cracker is an offensive term that just like jumped into my head and i didn't know whether i fully remembered all of that verse it turns out i don't But he was a rapper who had that song. Shag, you remember the beer makes us fire up, so come on, drink it all night long. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That at at the time I thought was really thrilling and that I'm now sort of concerned, came out at about that Asher Roth kind of Mm. stage where everyone was looking for like an approachable middle-class, indie-flavoured sort of white rap dude. Mm -hmm. And I used to be like, oh, Mac Lethal kind of missed that moment. And now he's got like 50 million views on YouTube for like rapping with all different stars and syncopations and stuff. But... He did have a moment where he wrote a verse that's one that I really, really enjoyed 16 or 17 years ago. So for so long as we're in our indulgent self-care era... I thought it would be fun to go back and it turned out to only be a little bit fun and perhaps not as fun as i'd hoped
0: first mm. of all i know a lot of people who listen to us aren't from australia i wonder what they mm. thought of your american accent very bad I should think. <laughs> <laughs> but second of all let's stay being a little bit indulgent because mm. i had a really nice realization over the past week mm. when i was very young or like you know a teenager mm. i had an aspiration that I just wanted to be a minor cult figure. Like, that was it. Like, I was like, that's what I wanted to do. But then Mm. as I got older, what I realized, what I actually want, is because, you know, I've always connected with music mostly, but then, you know, Mm. lots of other art forms as well. You know, I went to art school. All I wanted to do was create something that connected with people that just felt a little bit meaningful. And, okay, so last week, Mm. obviously, like, Self-care era, we took two weeks yep. off, but we still put out two intermissions, because that's yep. how we fucking roll here at Spook Go. What's up? Even when we're not working, we're working. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, like all you other podcasts who <laughs> go in like seasons, <laughs> or like take off like months at a time, because it's like Christmas or whatever. Like, what is up?
1: I'm trying to formulate a tweet that I'm pretty like I'm hoping is really going to blow off. That it's like my productivity hack is like ignore your friends and family and sleep less and you'll be able to get more work done or something like that. (laughs) I I just haven't quite drafted it properly, but we'll get there somehow.
0: But legit, I I posted a video message last Mm. week where, like, my partner is currently isolating in another state, you know, mm. I've been solo parenting, you've got so much going on, you've done a lot of solo parenting over the past couple of years anyway mm. there was a lot of life over the past two weeks, I was just yeah. particularly exhausted when I posted this this message, and I started out by saying, oh, this probably wasn't the right time to say it, looking back <laughs> on it, all I meant was the sun was in my face, but looking back on it it looks like I was just mid-cry but, but, but like legit we were still got we were still in the trenches as it were this week and i've just gotta say i was just blown away by a lot of messages not just saying like yeah that's cool we're like keen to see more episodes but being like i hope you guys are cool like sending love and i was like fuck we we have created something that connects with people and i think that's amazing
1: I also had to jump on today to be like, we're fine. <laughs> I'm like, there are a whole number of genuine things and people and issues to worry about. And whether two white guys who, who run a podcast are a bit fatigued or not is uh, is outside the scope.
0: Don't worry. I am going to mm. clip our sails right now. Is that the phrase? Clip our sails? Is clip that Clip our it? wings? Clip our wings. Clip our wings. Yeah. All right. I'm going to clip our wings right now because. Oh,
1: can't I just not come down to earth for just a little bit longer no no this
0: is the best this is so one good. one of them was
1: like i'm impressed that you guys consistently put it out and don't do it in seasons which is a compliment i take to heart. <laughs>
0: so fuck so- seasons <laughs> 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 just get back to work yeah <laughs> just get back to work full-time jobs what <laughs> families what Episode yeah. every week. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, oh, Shake, do you have, like, professional ambitions in your job? Are things going okay? Like, are you, like, do you have a nice stable, like, family life at home and a nice relationship with your, with your child? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're managing. You're doing it all. That's good.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway, so, so, so. Mm. Let's clip our wings right now because mm. uh, over the break... We celebrated your fortieth birthday once again. Mm. Happy fortieth, Peach! You're an inspiration to all of us. That is real talk. So we were celebrating your birthday. I'm mm. sat next to your mother, who I just adore. Yep. Is you know one Mine of the best. one of the shining lights in my life. Mm. People always do this, and I don't know why. Like I don't mind. I in fact I actually don't really care if my friends or family don't listen to spooko mm. it it kind of actually makes me feel good cuz then i see the numbers and it's like oh this is actually all people i don't know rather than yeah, this nice. is all just people giving me pity listens but anyway so <laughs> so i'm sitting there and the subject always comes up and somebody's like oh peach's mum, do you listen yeah, to yeah. spooko yeah and
1: she won't listen to the episode like she's not going to hear you can use her okay <laughs> All right. so she'll so, never so,
0: so <laughs> no 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 so she said oh i've tried i've listened to three or four episodes But honestly, it's just you two talking rubbish (laughs) for an hour at a time. And I I don't get it. And it made me realize I had a light bulb moment. Have I been projecting this whole this this whole time a podcast boring? (sighs)
1: Shag, maybe podcasts are boring.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's not wrong. It's just us talking for like an hour.
1: Yeah, even if you plan them out in seasons, they're boring. And I she guess. really,
0: and she genuine, like she loves you, she loves me. Yeah. And even then, she's like, I don't want to listen to you two talking. Yeah, for it's now. you guys talking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she used to listen to all of our radio show, like the entire three hours every week. So <laughs> you, you know, Spooko must be like podcasts must be really so, <laughs> so boring. <laughs> and she, oh no, in fact, she listens to a lot of podcasts as well. So perhaps Spooker. <laughs> no, no, sorry, it's just spooky. it's just spooker.
0: It's boring anyway look it always comes back to this idea of whether mm. movies are boring or not we're still on the fence
1: i mean when's the last movie you watched that wasn't sort of so, and work?
0: so here's the thing right so mm. very recently mm. sat down to a film and did one mm. of, like one of those perfect experiences where all of the media and all of the mm. mentions i'd heard of this film Mm. We're basically like, do not read or watch anything about this film. Just go Sick. in blind. So we we had like a spare night. So we we put this film on. Is and- that how you sell a horror film? Like I've, I feel like
1: I've taken shots at people who have an inability to market horror films in the past. Maybe that's how you do it, rather than being like, you're in this movie.
0: (laughs) The the only way it works, though, is if it's a slow burn reveal. Because if the movie starts and it's like, here's Slasher McGee, it's like, well, why did I not need to know about Slasher
1: McGee? The Matrix is, yeah, it's like a virtual reality (laughs) thing and everyone's a battery. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's a battery.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, so I knew nothing about this film. Mm. At the end of it, Uh, I I still think it's definitely the best film I've seen this year. It may end up being the best film I see all year. And I'm not even giving it that slight where I'm like, it's the best horror film I've seen. No, straight up. It's the best film I've seen in a long fucking time. Mm. And like any great relationship, Mm. there was a moment in the film where I realized this was legit and this is real. So, Wikipedia sucks I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure if it's not described in Wikipedia when we get to this moment I'm gonna explain it to you and potentially show it to you because it's so fucking good Shag are you
1: suggesting people should not donate to Wikipedia is that <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean- know anymore like i'm like there's so much in the world it's like like i know we get a lot from maybe um, we should definitely yeah absolutely but should people like i don't know i'm kind of on the fence about that um yeah. i kind of give to all your friends anyway look anyway yeah. doesn't matter Doesn't yeah, matter. That's okay a good
1: one, yeah pitch today
0: we are doing a film from 2022 mm. called fresh
1: now before i watch the preview um, is this going to be another step in the cannibal genre? Like, uh, I'm just going to float it out there to see if your boy Peach, if fuck charcuterie. We may have to get onto charcuterie pretty quickly to make sure we don't well, lose, any, lose any ground. Well, charcuterie may have
0: already been made.
1: Oh, God. Okay, that's okay. I'm going to watch the trailer. I think I'll be quite pleased if it's already made because I feel like then the pressure's off a little bit. <laughs> I know. We'll see how we go. I know. Fuck that. We'll go, would have been great if it hadn't already been made. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> All right. Sorry, sorry. I should watch this.
0: The women in our parents' generation, they just... They were more into femininity.
1: You know what I mean? Because mm. I think you would just look great in a dress. Uh, but I mean, up? if
0: you were... Pretty much done, actually, thank you. If it's cool, I'm just gonna snag these leftovers. I me not know how you do it, Molly. Do what? Dating people.
1: No, no. You do not need a man, okay? So don't play the games. Just be you, straight out the gate.
0: Do you live around here? I, I live on aisle six. Oh, that was terrible.
1: was well, kind of terrible. What's his Instagram? I want to stalk a little bit. He doesn't have one. Say what? Yeah. Oh, no. See, that's, that's shady.
0: Let's play a game. Tell me something you don't want me to know. I hate this. Okay. <laughs> you we know, all our hopes of finding happiness through someone else. Yeah. Girl. you are all digmatized,
1: and I haven't even seen this dude.
0: What's going on? I'm going to tell you, but you're going to freak out.
1: No, this isn't happening.
0: Yeah, it's happening. No games. And what you wanted? It's about giving. Giving yourself over to somebody, becoming one forever. That's love.
1: Oh, Shag. I think, uh, I think mean, <laughs> when are we allowed to quit at a time that it doesn't mean us giving up?
0: We, we were
1: down. We were going to do it. We definitely were. <laughs> it was about six months ago we first had an idea for charcuterie as well. And I do feel like we've sort of stalled a little bit. But, but, a little bit. Yeah. Look, we, shouldn't, I think...
0: we shouldn't be putting out a podcast every week. <laughs> If we wanted to be
1: productive, we should spend less time with our family. (laughs) Such a productivity hack. So good.
0: Okay, let's talk about this film though. So this is called mm. uh Fresh. To, like I did not see anything coming. And because the way they marketed this film. So it's directed uh by a woman named Mimi Cave, mm. and she gave an interview that I I've just recently seen where mm. she describes it as a film about the perils women face in modern dating. Uh, mm-hmm. She also describes it as a thriller, a comedy, and a romantic comedy all at once. Sorry, a thriller, a comedy, and a romance film all at once, which all of those things aren't untrue, but give mm-hmm. you no indication of what the film's actually about. Now, it was written by a woman, Lauren Kahn, who was a fan of the horror genre growing up. Now, this is where it's like, oh, wow, this actually Can I is- interrupt
1: you now, Shag? Okay. Is it worth saying to anyone listening, it's great, go watch it before we fuck it up for you? Is that, yes. is that a encouragement you'd make yeah
0: actually i i would i would i will say it's incredibly gory so it, it you know in australia it's rated r and it earns that rating it's it's quite disturbing and i so imagine if, push
1: pause push pause yeah
0: so all of that said this is also where like holy shit like it's, this film is so spooko, and not just in terms of it being scary, but in terms of it being akin to, like, where we're at. Screenwriter, I forget the
1: names of all the films. Like, I was going to say Dangerous Liaisons. What's the one where you get buried underground and the guy had a fake cast on his arm? Um, 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 uh, the Vanishing. The Vanishing. Yeah, The Vanishing. Yeah, okay. I'm getting the vaguest vanishing vibes, but I presume I'm a little off the off off base.
0: But I kind of like this, right? So Mm. the director says it's a film about the perils of modern dating. The screenwriter, beyond what it's about, said Mm. she wanted to write a film that would appeal to people who were horror fans as well as people who weren't, which I think is really interesting and Mm. like an interesting line to straddle. And she does this by creating a film that has the most amazing tonal shift I've seen in a long time. So let's start this film this is fresh from 2022 oh it also starts okay so it stars sebastian stan who's the winter soldier
1: oh okay from um the marvel films yeah Yeah, okay
0: and he is a fantastic like i'm not giving much away when i say that he's a he's the villain in this and he's an incredible Mm. villain amazing also stars daisy edgar jones who you might remember as the star in the adaptation of normal people which was that like sexed up british realism show from the or, and book from the past couple of years.
1: Got nothing for you. Sounds like <laughs> pop culture to me. <laughs> <laughs> Your old
0: Uncle Peach, I'm out of there. Peach, it's definitely <laughs> pop culture. If you just <laughs> say normal people in a room full of people who are basically socially <laughs> literate, they'll be like, hmm, Peach knows <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Daisy plays a woman named Noah who is trying her hand at online dating, but it's become increasingly disillusioned with dates due to the men she interacts with not having general decency. And the whole film kind of starts out like a rom-com because there's this very funny but very bleak date she goes on at the start of the film with this guy. You saw it in the trailer where he's basically mm. like, you should be dressing more feminine. He tells her beforehand, he's like, oh, by the way, this is a cash-only place, so better bring some cash and, <laughs> and then when they split the bill at the end it's like oh i've got family in town so i'm going to take all the leftovers because i love these leftovers and she's like cool and then at the end when she's like I, I reckon we probably won't see each other again he calls her a bitch like it's all of the worst things in a mm. in a contemporary like dating experience that you could have in this one day
1: shank i just have a sidebar with you Yeah, yeah yeah okay um, you know how you've got some single people in your life and you're very keen to introduce to other single people in your life and you probably actually haven't really managed to make it work. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a weird, like, judgmental thing? Because often you're, like, qualifying, you're like, oh, he's awesome. Uh, you just got to make sure that, <laughs> like, or like, man, she's super fun. Uh, Sometimes just, <laughs> like, and, and just do not let this get out. Like, fucking do not let this go further than this conversation. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, I find myself feeling quite judgmental. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. Let's get out of that. All right, all right, we're back. It has we're been back an out. indulgent episode. Yeah, yeah, no, it, we're back.
0: It has been a real. Thank you. I mean, we were away for two weeks. We've never done that before. We don't. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. Anyway, we're Which back. Don't think
1: I ha- Hang on, we have not done that before. We've I don't think we've ever done that. Sometimes. We've done
0: one week Fucking time at it. Yeah. I know you don't like saying
1: you're welcome, but, like, I mean, fucking, like, <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> God, we are the best. <laughs> you are welcome.
0: Has this bad date. She's like, oh, fuck, I'm so sick of yeah, and she has a best friend who's, mm. like, very supportive and, like, they go to a boxing class and mm. stuff. Anyway, so. So far, so rom-com, right? Like, that's mm. what the film feels like. One day at the supermarket, she meets a guy called Steve, Sebastian Stan, who flirts with her and they exchange numbers.
1: Is there any good foreshadowing? Does she, like, slice her finger and there's lots of blood? Like, do we get the tiniest hint of anything? Or do we see maybe very graphic butchery of a beast, you know, while she's in the supermarket or anything they, like that?
0: They very like. I, I think she makes the right call not to do any foreshadowing here. And I'll explain why Mm -hmm. a little later on. Although there is a moment where he's like, "I'm picking these grapes up for my niece. They're apparently they're candy. They're candy cane. No, candy floss. What do you call? What do we call it? Fairy floss. It's they're they're fairy floss grapes. You got to try one. They actually taste like fairy floss. And she's a bit resistant, but then she tries one and she's like oh, fuck, that actually tastes like fairy And He's like, see? And they actually have, like, a nice moment. And then he's super meta about it, and he's like, look, I know we're flirting, and I know it's weird, but I'm just going to fucking do it. Can I have your number? She gives him his number, and then he doesn't call for a couple of days, so she freaks out. But then he does call, and they go on a date, and they have, like... A really cool date. And in fact, there is like a little bit of foreshadowing because Mm. in the bar, she's like, okay, well, you know, what's your like Twitter handle? And he's like, oh, I don't have any social media. Mm. And that's like, whoa, that's a red flag. And I know it it shouldn't be a red flag, but it kind of is because it's like, well, hang on, you're untrackable.
1: Yeah, it's also like signing out of something you don't understand of like you either say, oh, I deleted all my, like, and that you're like, yeah, okay, you dipped in, had your experience and decided no. But, like, you're like, oh, I decided just to divorce myself from that part of the world, strikes me as... Like, I've, I've never met anyone who has none other than people who have, at some stage, had some social media and then signed out of it. Strange.
0: So, they they hit it off. She's kind of like, I'm, I'm... Like, they go outside and she's like, oh, fuck it, and leans in for the kiss. They go, they go back to her house. Hmm they're they're sort of they go in the door they're making out immediately and he's a bit like actually this is all a bit fast and she's like oh okay and gets a little bit embarrassed and goes and like do you want a drink and makes her drink and there's this also this motif through the film where they yeah. dance together and they dance to like pretty cool songs it's like blood orange is in there yeah yeah, yeah. well i mean hmm. pretty cool if you're pushing 40 and we're into indie like 10 years ago, but still yeah. it's like blood orange says, yeah, yeah, yeah." There's the kills in there and all sort of like good songs. Like it's a very enjoyable soundtrack, mm. but, but they do, they do eventually have sex on their first day. Ooh, um, wow. And she takes a photo of him sleeping, sent to a friend to be like, see, I, I did. Banged him. Yeah, <laughs> banged him. That's
1: awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: Uh, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that photo. Actually, sorry, just to think that through: is that sexual assault? Is that indecent assault?
0: Well, it's it's a photo of his face, yeah, and okay. he is in your house. Like, like, like I don't. And again, I don't. I mean, you're the lawyer, so so
1: so civil, like civil law, law of copyright and IP. So, yep. who owns that photo? You're allowed to photograph stuff you can see in Australia. Like, essentially, if you can see it, you can photograph it. But then when it goes into things like surveillance or when it goes into things like offensive behavior and that kind of thing, I think it shifts into the criminal sphere. But but if if
0: this dude's in, and like, it's not like she like sent a full nude to a friend. It was just a photo Mm. of his face. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so after several dates, Steve Mm. invites Noah for a weekend (laughs) breakaway alone with him. Yeah. Against the advice of her best friend, Molly, so Molly, who I've been to... She's been in this film already, but this is her first appearance in the Wikipedia synopsis. Mm. Noah agrees to the trip. even And again, this is another red flag. It's like, you're a couple of dates in and already you're going on, like, a weekend away. Like, what's going on? Mm. So he's like, um, we, we're going to go away, but... Traffic's really bad, so how about we go to my house tonight and then we'll make the trip tomorrow morning?
1: Okay, yeah. Again,
0: she's a bit like, oh, I don't know, but then she decides to go. They go for a drive. Turns out his home is outside the city in a sort of like mountainous sort of, um, like it's a beautiful, well-designed, rich person home, but just in a very uh, out-of-the-way place, remote place that has no cell phone coverage either. Again, like what? red flag, red flag, red flag. But the, the red yeah. flags slowly build up to, to like fever pitch. Now, we're about half an hour into the film at this point. Okay. So Because the
1: trailer was like at 30 minutes, look out.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's basically like that, right? So we, we get to the house. She's trying to send a message to a friend being like, by the way, like I'm here, I'm safe, but can't. He pours her a drink she then starts getting drowsy and slowly falls over on the couch. He puts the drink down, steps up and clearly he's like, okay, now my work begins. And at this point, the title of the film comes up 30 minutes into the film. It then says fresh. It's just like, what the fuck? Like it is such a good shift. And again, it's why it's like, don't know anything about this film going into it because Like, even though you know something bad's going to happen, like, you don't, really. All right. So, Noah wakes up in captivity. Mm. So, she realizes that one of her hands is chained to the floor. She's on sort of like a mat with a pillow, still wearing all of her clothes. And Steve's there sitting on a chair watching her. And she just starts, like, screaming and then pleading and being like, you got to let me out, please, please, please. And then is like, are you going to rape me? And he's like, I'm not going to do that, that's not what this is at all and then explains what it is so Steve explains that he is a butcher of human meat and that he harvests women's body parts and sells them to wealthy clients for consumption now, that's not
1: what butchery is no. uh,
0: fucking, Like I feel like we cover this every time
1: Time out,
0: time out, time out. So let's talk. So, this is so I have some issues with this film, and this is where I'm like, actually, charcuterie could be so much better, right? Number one, he is described like he describes himself as a doctor when they're meeting, Mm. and he basically uses his doctor techniques to get meat off people. So, he's a doctor, not a butcher. Number one, Mm. number two. He often, and you'll see, like food comes into this and he's basically like a Michelin star level chef. And it's like, I know how hard it is to become, I I don't know personally, I know it from watching documentaries, (laughs) how hard it is to become both that sort of chef and that sort of a doctor. He couldn't have done both.
1: Well, in fairness, you and I are very professionally
0: successful (laughs) and also have nice family lives, so So, maybe you can have it all. So that's true, so that's true, that's true, that's true. But the third one, and this is really important, right? Like, so he sells it primarily to wealthy clients, and it shows up sort of like halfway through the film. She's like, Mm. who are the people you sell to? And he's basically like, they're the richest of the rich and they can buy anything, so they're looking for a new thrill. And... I think that's really simplistic and it doesn't make any yeah. sense because no. it's that idea where if capitalism is the bad guy, billionaires are only a symptom of the bad guy. Yes, They're not yes, the bad yes. guy themselves. And I think it'd be a lot scarier if your neighbor was buying human meat or yes. if like your kid's teacher was buying human meat, right? Like it's it's such a cop out to be like, it's just super wealthy people. That's essentially the
1: Illuminati. Like, it's essentially like, no, Rupert Murdoch is bad. It's fucking yeah.
0: Squid Game. The first episode of Squid Game, you're like, is this the best TV show of all time? And then the second episode, you're like, oh, it's not. It's actually <laughs> it's pretty <not>. bad. But <laughs> but because they're like evil rich people. And it's like, look, don't get me wrong. Like, I think, and, and shout out to my old school colleague who was like, how dare you pay out oh, yeah, rich yeah. people? But, like, <laughs> I think being a billionaire is probably morally wrong but i also don't think you're the puppet master of capitalism you're just someone who's become luckily become very well off because of the system
1: maybe maybe this is just the australian perspective on it but i don't think if you're uber rich you want to feel uber rich i think you want to be like man just normal me i'm just going to normal just doing
0: my normal stuff you, you are, like, you get to a point where you're kind of, like, you don't want anybody talking about it. Like, yeah, you're nope. right. So why are you like, what can my money yeah, buy <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's also a really chilling part where she's, uh, where she's like, so what tastes better, men or women? And he's like, women, but also that's all there is a market for. And it's like, ooh, that's really fucked mm. up. Anyway.
1: Although well, boar taint is real. Uh, it's why apparently if you're selling pork to Japan, you can only sell was it sows rather than boars.
0: Yeah, right. But as
1: well, like, <laughs> I mean, and we'll get into this in charcuterie. You don't want to have drugged your animal before you kill it. You want to have lived a very happy life.
0: Well, that's the other thing, right? This is the dumbest. That's the other thing. So he notes that he will keep her alive as long as possible in order to keep her meat fresh. Uh, and again, D- it's like ah, Oh
1: God! You hang meat. You hang (laughs) it. So if I wanted to, like, Shag, if you wanted to eat me, like, for Christmas, you'd kill me in (laughs) mid-November. And you'd hang me. And you'd dry age me. Especially if you're a butcher. Especially if you are claiming to be a butcher. Mm. All right, anyway. Because think of it, like, just think of it. So if you accidentally cut yourself, think of how much blood and stuff is in there. And then think about the steak you put on a pan and if you've prepared it properly, how it's basically dry to the touch if you've let it air out properly. That's that's what you need. That's what you want.
0: Yeah, so so they're all the shitty parts of this film. Like, and that's mm. why I'm like, charcuterie isn't dead, because yeah, the actual place for for the sure. bad guy is really not as well realized in this. Anyway, mm. so Noah realizes that she can appeal to his like sensitive side because he clearly has taken a shine to her and like that's what makes this film quite interestingly creepy is that he clearly likes her and is a bit like it's just business like i've captured you but i also want to make your time here before i butcher you as pleasant as possible so when she's mm-hmm. like look i really need a shower he's like cool but don't try to escape obviously she uses it to try to escape he knocks her out she wakes up on the operating table and she's like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he's like, "Look, you won't be able to feel anything because I've given you an epidural, but you can't do that again. And to make sure you don't do it again, I'm cutting off your buttocks." <laughs> what? I know. That's a
1: really comedic steps. But, I was, but like, what's you... also fucked
0: is it's like, number one, that's pretty gross. But number two, and, and look, I like, I like it's not. I, it's not a big budget film, but there are shots of her after this where she clearly has buttocks, and it's like, it's like for fuck's sake, just I don't know, Did like, you call him fucking CGI that shit. Bring in Will, bring in Will Reich out. he'll help you yeah, out. Exactly, he'll tell you what to do. Anyway, all right, okay. Later,
1: when she's back, I don't in, know what I'd do without
0: my buttocks. It's so a bit weird, right? It. It's, a bit weird. Really totally it's a bit weird.
1: So anyway, (laughs) later
0: Noah realizes that there are more women like locked up in in room in like cells next door there's Penny next door and then there's a woman down the end who mm. apparently has just gone insane and is singing because she's gone insane
1: she tastes terrible like she hasn't been outside for ages <laughs> she has got any exercise this is the dumbest this would be the worst quality meat imagine if you imagine if you're rich and you're used to eating very expensive meat and you're like oh hey, hey let's try some of this
0: here's this chewy stringy <laughs> human meat yeah
1: they be like oh bro, raise it for six or eight <laughs> hours oh no you probably sous vide wouldn't you you'd probably sous vide it like for 48 hours then i guess you'd sort of fry it in butter well i guess it depends on what cut you've got but even, yeah,
0: sorry, no. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ooh. Molly, Noah's friend, mm. becomes concerned about Noah's disappearance and begins investigating with her friend, Paul, a bartender who coincidentally served Noah and Steve drinks on their first date, which I think is super clever, right? So she yeah. starts trying to research this dude, can't find anything about him. So goes to the bar and was like, he must've paid by credit card. You've got to get uh, me that name uh, on the credit card, which yeah, is like really it. cool, right? Mm. Uh, searching online with the name, she discovers that Steve is actually a man named Brendan and is married to a woman named Anne with whom he has children. So so and let's go back to let's go back to Steve, right? Or well, Brendan mm. is his real name. Mm. He's he's a trained doctor, again. Mm. He's a trained Michelin level chef. Bay, bay, and bay. he's got a family. And like a like bay. a family impossible. Bay.
1: Name name one chef like who's even like sniffing around for one hat, let alone a Michelin star, who has enough time to dress well or make enough money to get an architecturally designed home or do a medical degree. No, 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 no.
0: Okay, so believing you
1: see like that's a mistake. Charcuterie doesn't make like it needs to be in a world that people are like ooh yeah man capitalism really could <laughs>
0: but <laughs> see this is why I'm like don't stress out because we actually had a couple of messages from people being like oh guys have you seen Fresh how oh, do you feel no. about it and, no totally and it's like at first yeah. I was like it's it's really close but then the more I watched <laughs> it I'm like oh no 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 it makes me actually feel really good about the direction we want to go with Chakoduri I'm sorry Pitch, we're still going to have to make it
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is how I feel about the coffee in a case no pretenders like whenever I say when I'm like, ooh, and then I'm like, no, that's, yeah, that's you. You're, you're all right.
0: <laughs>
1: you're fine.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so so Molly has found out about this dude and his family, so visits that, so finds out where he lives, visits Anne, the wife, and informs her of her su- suspicions. At this point, it's pretty clear that Anne's in on it and she basically is forcing Molly out of the house Steve then comes home, Steve slash Brendan comes home Mm. and, and she's like, I think, you know, my friend Noah and Steve's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know. uh... (laughs) Anyway, so Molly's about to leave Mm. and then Molly's like, you know what? I'm going to try calling Noah's phone one more time. Calls it. It rings in Steve's coat. And Steve turns around and he's like, you really shouldn't have done that. And then she gets hit on the head by Anne and knocked unconscious. Hours later, Brendan invites Noah to dinner after she offhandedly asks what human meat tastes like. He persuades her to taste a meal containing the meat disguised as spaghetti and meatballs, which she reluctantly does. And at this point, they, they have their little ex, you know, she talks about, like, who do you sell to? Um, she also, like, it's kind of frustrating. She's like, when did you start eating human meat? And he's like, when I was really young, I had it, and then I had a compulsion to, and then I realized I could sell it to rich people. Like, that's kind of his backstory. Uh, like, now we're
1: getting blurry of, like, does he eat it or sell it? No, no, he does
0: eat it. He really likes it, but he also sells it. And he sells it for heaps. And he's like, this meal costs $32,000.
1: Yeah, but like it's not a mature market, so it's like this <laughs> NFP of fucking me picking my nose costs a million dollars. Like, well, fine.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. After returning Noah to her cell, Brendan takes Molly away for harvesting. So we now know that he's captured Molly and he's going to harvest. Yeah, like, Molly. you don't
1: harvest meat; you slaughter. it. I know, it. I know. It gets look, yeah, God. yeah, totally.
0: Uh, also, when Noah this stuff goes, takes forty
1: five minutes max. Forty-five minutes of like, okay. So, what's butchery about? Oh, I watched two <laughs> YouTube videos and read <laughs> one blog post, and I'll just read through the. I'll just read through the script one more time. Oh yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, just
0: so 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 so, two really interesting things to point out at this point. Yeah. Noah is doing a really good job of being like, I- I'm keen to know more about what you're doing. I'd love to taste it. Because when she goes back to the cell, you see her it up and be like, I-, I can't believe I just ate that. While Molly is taken away for harvesting. Now, Brendan invites her to another dinner, providing her with a pink dress as a gift. Because slowly, like, Noah's been really good at answering all the questions. So, you know, when he's like... What did you think of it? She gives an answer that sort of reveals that he doesn't. She doesn't think what he's doing is bad, and is slowly starting to, you know, basically ingratiate herself to him because she realizes that he has a soft for yeah, her. Yeah, totally, totally, and he okay, should know yeah. that, but he's <laughs> blinded by this anyway. Okay.
1: Oh, sorry. So she's like, "Ooh, tell yeah. me more about this." Ooh. So
0: they have a dinner, including like a sliced up breasts. He's like, this is breast meat, it's super tender. And he's like, I think you'll find this taste very familiar and because it's fucking molly. He serves her, her own he, her, her, No, no, he serves her her, her friend's breast meat. Like, it's awful. Like, it's really quite awful. But she makes a joke of it at the dinner table. She's like, oh, I see you've saved the breast for last. And he's like, <laughs> at, "Like, at, because, because it returns to this feeling that we're flirting again. Like, it goes back to the beginning, right? Like, at the beginning of the film, they're flirting and it's this nice story. Now, as she's trying to get out, she realizes the only way is to recapture that that essence, that connection they had. So they're now flirting, but they're flirting over a dinner of human meat made from the meat of her friend.
1: Shag, if you'd been kidnapped and someone served you up a dish of me, <laughs> I think you'd probably be curious enough to be like, well, we, we've talked about it enough times. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm going to be forced to eat this in any case. <laughs> I, I guess all, like, the scene, you know, Peach might have been,
0: <laughs> God, God rest his soul, Peach may have been right about this or it may have been wrong. Let's find out. So this is the point. This is the point. This now, is the like breast ribs I've this, ever <laughs> So this <laughs> is like, I know we've been paying it out, but this film is actually like all of those things are silly. But the film is like wonderfully done. Like the way <clears> that it has toned, like it gone to this like really dark, very gory place. <clears throat> but now we're realizing that this is her only way out. So. <clears throat> they have this kind of very flirty moment, but it's very chilling because we know what he is. And he's clearly trying to see if she's okay with what he does, because he clearly believes what he does is okay. And if she believes what he does is okay, then maybe there's, you know what I mean? It's like, it's really interesting. And so anyway, so this whole scene culminates in them having a dance. Now she can't walk. He kind of a butt. Well, weirdly, like I said, the whole film basically forgets she doesn't have a butt at this point. But How does she like stand up and? But walk? Peach, watch, just watch this sequence. Yeah, so okay. at this point in this sequence, I was like, oh, this is one of the best films I've ever seen.
1: Okay, I'm I'm watching. She's got a loose dress. I'm trying to do a, a buttock removal check, but I got I nothing there. How can she move like that without a butt?
0: Anyway, you don't have to see the whole thing. But it's so good!
1: Yeah, I do, you know, I do like that it's a left turn. And I do enjoy that that dancing of like move your hip and point with your thumb over your same arm shoulder. Oh. Like dance, that, whatever that's called. Yeah. Like, like the thumb, the thumb going over the same arm shoulder dance, I'm all about it. So it's totally weird. And it does ignore everything that's happened in the film up to that. Well, it doesn't ignore everything. But it does but
0: what's so clever about it is it's Mm. like that this is her only way out, right? And Mimi, the director, plays it very straight Mm. by not making it clear what's happening, whether she actually does agree with this or whether she thinks this is Mm. her only way out. Anyway, they then go back to the bedroom, they start to sort of get it on, and there's, there's she's also, had a butt removed. So t- sex yeah,
1: I, is a very buttock intensive.
0: So so anyway, yeah. And, and forget forget all of that. There's uh, a there's a moment on. there's a moment earlier on, where we find out from Anne, the wife slash accomplice of Brendan slash Steve, mm-hmm. is that this is the first time she's actually he's actually slept with one of the victims. And, he only, and she only finds out that from Molly coming over to the house and being like, hey, I think your husband might be having an affair. So clearly this connection that he has with her is different to th- the other victims. And clearly this is this is why all of this is working, right? Mm. So, so in Brendan's mind, he's like, I know this is a bit fucked up, but maybe I'm actually falling in love with one of my victims. At this point, we realise that, It was all a ploy by Noah, so Hmm. she starts to go down on him and then bites off his testicles. His testicles? Yes. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you had more of a reaction to that. I'm, like,
1: yeah, like, I'm still trying to get past the logistics of, like, just how... I think people don't realize how important their body is. I really, I really can't get past it. <laughs> Oh my God! and she
0: kneel? <laughs> <laughs> well, I deal. mean, be honest was, was, like, was well, no, 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 the, And the only way they explain it is they have their like sweet dinner party. Yeah. And he um, puts. She's a, still it, hungry to eat. Human. Well, no. Well, well, they're, uh, And they're sitting on chairs. And he's like, "Well, I got you a cushion because you don't have a butt." <laughs> That's the only thing they do to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I guess, but, but I guess if the film is about the perils of modern dating I-, I can understand why the director and the screenwriter didn't look heaps into butchery and like what happens when you don't have a butt
1: <laughs> it's- well, it's just one of those choices of like, do you know what? But no, but sorry, the purpose of cutting off her
0: butt is to prevent her from moving around. Well, that was the point, right?
1: <laughs> and then it's like, I've
0: cut it off and
1: nothing happened as a result.
0: <laughs> Turns out none of us need help. The butt is the new appendix. You don't need it.
1: <laughs> but as well, so let's say, like, again, I'm to <laughs> get so hung up on the butt <laughs> getting cut off. But so if you want to sit on a chair without a butt, I was like, oh, no I Shag, I'll get you a cushion. Oh God, I, don't think that, I don't think that solves your problem.
0: I feel like, get me to a hospital base. Yeah, don't it. give me a fucking cushion. <laughs> Stop, stop eating my butt! <laughs> at least at least let it dry age! This is four to six weeks! <laughs> this is
1: a band aid for a
0: Why are you eating my wet, bloody butt? It's disgusting!
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly, you've got to braise it slowly.
0: <laughs> anyway, alright, so. So, Noah escapes. So I
1: do enjoy the idea of backseat cook. I'm a, I am used to be a very bad backseat cook, and so I do enjoy the idea of backseat cooking your own butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're going to fucking you're gonna ruin it. It's my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. I think so, everyone's homework this week is to imagine <laughs> life without a butt. <laughs> I think that's all about homework. <laughs> so, well, oh, Shag, you're so good at that sizzle. You're so good at that sizzle copy so like this the the description is where it can be like Peach like yeah we're all like everyone in the Spooko family imagines what it will be like not to have a boat
0: <laughs> alright okay so Noah escapes Brendan gives chase she Mm. goes down to all the cells and frees Molly and Penny and they escape they encounter Brendan in the kitchen and have a fight with him with like kitchen knives and all sorts of things Mm. during which Molly kicks him knocking him out
1: how does she get any power into her kicks wow
0: or how does she maintain
1: (laughs) her balance like you need your butt for so much stuff
0: it's also super annoying as well, where it's like they don't kill him. They just run out into the oh, forest.
1: I'm enjoying this being a butt awareness podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People don't understand. But also, this is what happens when mm. you try to do something new in the horror genre with gore, where it's like, I don't think I've ever heard of uh. a moment where someone's butt got removed. And, <laughs> and because, because you're at the frontier of that, like you're, you're a pioneer of that kind of gore. You also have to face the It's your responsibility to do your due diligence at all. Yep. Expect questions like this.
1: Yeah, or to say, well, if I can show me your own butt removal film, I guess then <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, well, you got me. Like, this is still the best butt removal film ever made.
0: So they escape into the woods with Brendan pursuing them with a gun. They manage to attack him again with Noah taking the gun and shooting Brendan dead. Anne arrives at the house, so Anne then arrives at the house because she knows something's wrong because Mm. she now knows that she slept with him, he's spending too much time with her, arrives at the house, finds Brendan's body, is, like, unemotional about it, and Mm. she also has a henchman with her, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so so there's a bigger, like, is she the, like, ringleader, is there, Mm. like, I don't know, anyway, like... They could have done so much more work to ex- to describe this syndicate of human meat selling, and they just don't. Um, anyway, so Anne arrives at the house and finds Brendan's body. She encounters Noah in the woods and tries to tries to play dumb and is like, oh, my God, what's happening? What happened to Brendan? Tries to strangle her, but then Molly bludgeons her to death with a shovel. So now Brendan... How does she
1: get any power into her shovel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, but that's Molly now. So Molly hasn't oh, lost sorry, her butt.
1: Right. Sorry, that's right. Sorry, yeah, that's right, sorry.
0: As she and Molly relax in a nearby tree, Noah receives a text from the man from the start of the film asking if she's up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the film, presumably. That's well, a great there's end. a post credit okay. scene, because every fucking okay. film has to
0: have a post credit scene. Depicts five of Brendan's clients in a white room, seated at a table with bleeding human meat at the centre.
1: Bleeding? like so if i'm ultra rich surely the food i eat has at least been prepared competently mm. oh, i just like i mean okay like uh, sorry there is great ambition and i'm sure it is realized in the main it's extremely
0: right? good like i can't like mm. we we have we've have had some laughs in this episode yep. It mm. is a We've fantastic. Our butts off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we need to just end it there. We need to. That's it.
1: Done. Episode done. <laughs> uh, this was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe, and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And Resh's, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to my MySpace page. Welcome to my motherfucking MySpace page. Mac and Jamal, scratch at me, bastard. I'm cracking your claws. Practical flaws found. Plus, I got a little demon in the blackest of ball gowns. Damn though, rappers got ass licking jaws now. I'd probably chew them up when I spew the venom at them. It's up for us to give a brutal rhythm pattern, The motherfuckers acting like stars, trying to count record sales when they can't count bars. Please, your credibility's in question. So I'ma give you arrogant professionals a lesson like one two three four two Two, that's how you really do it. I'm getting all you open, now you hear the mutant, cause I'm hard to handle like I'm out of power steering fluid. I really want to tell guys with this song, my space girls don't want to get hit on. I got spiders in my basement, crawling on the mattress, looking at me sideways, chomping on my carcass. But I got to stomp them all to death, because they're only rappers. My credibility is questioned as a phony cracker. Fine, color me blue face with cerebrum. I autographed the mic with my Moonraker machine gun.
0: Ugh.